Welcome to another edition of the Comedian's Table here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. I'm your host, Brian Major. For those of you unaware, the, the Comedian's Table for every comedy venue should or has a table set aside for the comedians for us to sit around, chat, BS, catch up, gossip, etc. And that's what this is. It's a bunch of comedians sitting around a table, catching up, chatting. And tonight my guests are... Hirdish Bajwell. Diane Hewitt. Sam Benison. And so <clears throat> all my guests tonight are fairly new comedians. They've, a few of them have been on stage. Uh, one, of, one of them has not been on stage, but they will be, all be taking part in the, the firm's comedy clash, which has already passed since this airing. The winner will get $200 cash <laughs> or debit or e-transfer. <laughs> And they will also get the opportunity to open for Kylie Lewis Holt, who is performing the following night at the firm. Are you saying <clears> that <throat> the winner of Friday night goes on Saturday night? Correct. And they oh. get to open for Kylie Lewis Holt. Wow. Five minutes? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's you and you have more than five minutes. Oh, and then I we'll can. let you go on for longer. I can. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Do you have five minutes? Her dash? Mm. No, I I don't think I would be able to make it to five minutes. I got a solid fifteen. Oh, that's impressive. <laughs> nice. Well, how long does Kylie get? Like it's a full hour, isn't it? Uh, I think she's going to do thirty. <laughs> oh, okay. There's going to be a bunch of us. Oh, okay. oh, nice. I'm emceeing. Uh, there's going to be some locals, and then the winner. Is there only one winner, or you have any runners up? I think only one winner. Yeah, only one winner gets the cash prize. <laughs> <laughs> Diane is. Waving her arms and doing a celebration <laughs> dance already. This is an audio format. They cannot see that. <laughs> yeah. They weren't supposed to, Sam. <laughs> oh, you should have told me beforehand. <laughs> I do believe you're funny, but never celebrate before you win. No, no, no. no. I'm just <laughs> really pumped. I'm pumped. And so okay. one of one of the reasons we're having this competition is to grow our community. Yes. Because when the the Sonar Comedy Club opened Years ago, there was a small group of us. When Sonar came along, it doubled in size. We had like at least seven more new comedians join us. And so far we have three new comedians joining the, the, the community. Hopefully you guys have a good experience on the Comedy Clash and want to continue doing this and join our community. And you can get regular spots. We're me and Kylie Lewis Holt are running a monthly show at the um, the firm, and we're looking for locals to perform all the time. I'm the only <laughs> trans comedian in town. We need at least one more, just one. <laughs> we don't want too many because then I can't make every single trans joke that we all share around. Just just one. That's a good claim to fame, isn't it? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I just realized that the other day. <laughs> what about me? I'm a boomer. You're how old are you? I'd rather not say. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fifty two. Oh, old you're enough not for you to not claim the title of the only boomer comedian in town? Mike McGuire is sixty. Oh, okay. All right. So So there's two of us. Um <laughs> Virginia Dine is a year younger than me. We went <gasps> to the same you high school. You shouldn't talk about someone's I didn't age. Say your age. No, really? <laughs> She looks way younger than that. Um, yeah, I think she's a year younger than me. Wow. Um, I want to age like her. My who, parents just age else, like milk. Who else is there? 
You don't know Tom Bassett, but Tom Bassett is from Cornell. He's 65, I believe. Looks like Dog to Bounty Hunter. We're a dying breed. Um, <laughs> How old are you? <laughs> uh, 25. I'm the youngest. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I don't um, feel much older than 22, really. <laughs> That's because your brain stops developing, and then you just don't feel your age anymore at a certain point. Yeah, <laughs> I don't Is think that you're real. Or you no. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I, I feel that's that. Not, that's I not saw it on reality. TikTok, which means it must, must be, be true. true. <laughs> yeah, I think the only difference that I've felt in my maturity, I guess, in, in the last few years, is just that I lost interest in video games and that was really frustrating like <laughs> what the hell am i supposed to spend my money and time on now i have like four or five steam games that i never even installed you know they're just sitting there you it's, purchased them already yeah uh. like a long time ago because i i had the money but i didn't have the computer to run them and that's just a stupid decision <laughs> i bought a laptop recently because i i got a grant to produce a documentary I'm producing a documentary on the BIPOC comedians of Prince George. I read Cody that, read Mal- that article. He went <laughs> an entire show. This is the second one we've no, recorded no, the, before he started talking about his documentary. Not the documentary, the screenplay. Oh, the screenplay. One of the reasons I started doing the comedian stable was because I, I stopped doing comedy because I came up with an idea for a screenplay. And I would mention it on every episode of the comedian's table. Why I stopped doing comedy is because of the screenplay. But I also received a grant to produce a documentary about stand-up comedy. The screenplay is about stand-up comedy, but it's about four indigenous comedians. Uh, <laughs> My apologies, Cody Melbooth. I got him to start talking about a screenplay again. Anyway. <laughs> and so it became like a running joke how quickly I could mention my screenplay. in the up- And I think it was the record was like 17 seconds. But the the longest time was like... 17 minutes because Cody was actually Cody Malbu for local comedian was actually timing it he's like stop 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 <laughs> it took you 17 minutes for you to mention your screenplay <laughs> but I've got I've got many things on the go screenplay the documentary the documentary features the four BIPOC comedians other than myself BIPOC means black indigenous person or people of color for those of you unaware there's Kylie Lewis Holt she's black Monacy Luongo, who is African, um, Neelam Pahal, and Monita Ranu, who are both South Asian. They're in Victoria now. But <clears throat> our, yeah, our community is very diverse. So, And getting more diverse by the looks of it, right? Right. That's the whole point Young of the, 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 the comedy class. Like I said, was to... We have a... Uh, there's another female comedian joining us the competition and there's taylor lakeport devin flynn and someone else oh darren guess how old is darren do you know uh he's 60 oh i thought it was the other young guy which guy um forget his name um he was the one who was had the really high energy set at the show that we john white Yeah. yeah he's a good comedian no, he won't. He hasn't entered the clash, even though it's open to all levels of comedians. John has been doing it for quite a while. Yeah, few. I I don't think I could go up against him. 
No? No. <laughs> He's great. He's, uh, like I, like you said, high energy. But I think he, he brought it up because he had, didn't have a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he just needs a, not, doesn't need a microphone more often. He just needs to keep that energy because that was a great <clears> show. <throat> Speaking of that, there used to be a, an open mic on Thursdays at the Books and Company. There was a, they, when they had a, a cafe, mm-hmm. it was called Cafe Voltaire. Yeah. Thursday. And again, it was people reading poems, people singing acoustic songs and yeah. stuff like that. And I went there. I uh, didn't go there to tell jokes. I went there to tell stories. And even though they had a microphone, I tried to like just bring my energy way down. I sat on a stool, which I don't normally do at a comedy club or a comedy venue. And I thought, this would be interesting to bring John White. <laughs> Let's see how he does when there's five people in the audience and it's not they're not drinking because it's, it's a cafe. He's got to bring his energy down. And he did okay. He's still got... If you have the jokes, you don't need that energy. The energy adds to it, obviously. But it was, it was, a, it was a... I just wanted to like add a, a new tool in his toolbox. Well, from the grapevine that I was hearing about, I believe that Kate's <clears throat> is, well, was Cafe Voltaire. Like, Kate's used to work. Kate's Sweet Bites oh, really? used to work oh. at Cafe Voltaire, and that's why she started the open mic. Because oh, okay. it gives a very similar vibe. I've never places. been. Oh, yeah. I, it, it's, a, it's a nice place. It's up on the heart. Um, they got really good cinnamon buns. Everyone was raving about the cinnamon buns. Nice. <laughs> The university will be a little different. Oh, the university feels <laughs> way different. Um, th- although they most, for the most part, they are musicians. They do pay attention. Uh, they're very receptive, focused. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it should be fun. It's a. Uh, it's not quite Nancy O's. That was another thing too. When we when I first had, uh, this a competition similar to this. It was called the newbie comedy contest or something like that a number of people signed up and I brought them to Nancy O's for an open mic a musician's open mic and after we did it I was like what did you learn and one guy said I realized I have to shorten it up I have to, I'm snapping my fingers sorry yeah. I have to get their attention and hold it because my long winded stories will not do that totally changed the style of comedy but the comedy club, the firm, will be different from UNBC. Cause it'll be darker. We'll have a spotlight. Everyone's focused on the stage. So, How many people do you have signed up for this event anyway? Um, including you three, four others. Okay. And three, other, three of them have, have done it before. Darren Guest, Taylor Lakeport, and Devin Flynn. Okay. Like I said, it's open to all levels. Devin Flynn is one of the ones to watch out for. He's very good. Yeah, he is. <clears throat> Have you... Was that the first comedy show you attended in person? Mm, there was... Uh, the one you guys did at UNBC, I came to in January. Oh, that was uh, Devin's. Devin's show. Devin yeah. Flynn put it on. And Kyle yeah, the guy, the guy with the green shirt, he was talking about he uh, writing some erotic literature that yeah was... that's devin flynn that's <laughs> yeah. that's a good bit he, he, he also mentioned like a lot of side hustles he does 
That yes, was lots yeah, of challenges. Yeah, that, that was very amusing. Yeah. <laughs> yes, nude models stood out to me. <laughs> yeah. Virginia O'Dine was on the show. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. She was the hosting. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, that lady with the blonde curly hair. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Kylie Lewis Holt was the headliner. Yeah. I showed up to film uh, Kylie and Monacy as part of the documentary. And I asked Devin Flynn, how many tickets have you sold for this? And he's like, 14, which is okay. And we get there, or I get there, and the room starts filling up. There was like, I counted like 50 people, and I was like, but I got anxious. I was like, I want to go on stage. I was not expecting 50 people. And so uh, I told, Devin was on stage at the time, and it was his show. But we told Virginia, introduce us. Because <laughs> Monacy showed up as well, Monacy Longo. And he saw the audience and he's like, yeah, I want to go up to you. And so uh, Devin was still on stage and it was his show. We didn't feel, but we kind of went, you know, in a roundabout way. Virginia, Virginia, just bring us up. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay. And so, yeah, I did it like a quick five-minute set and it was awesome. And then Monacy did his five-minute set and... I don't know how it went. It went okay, right? (laughs) (laughs) How do you overcome that weird anxiety about going up to the university? Because, like, I don't attend the university. I attended it once. But, like, it feels weird going up to a university that you don't go to. (laughs) A stage is a stage. That's fair. Um, It's called Ativan. (laughs) (laughs) Drugs. (laughs) Um, Whether it be Nancio's art space, the firm... uh, Theater, the what's the theater called? The, the Playhouse. I've done theater the Playhouse Northwest a couple times. And PG Playhouse. I've done the Playhouse a couple of times. To me, it's just a stage. I mean, people are people, whether you know. And so, you got your biggest crowd from that one, I bet, eh? From the Playhouse. I've, no, that was only three hundred. I've done like fifteen hundred. Oh before. well, yeah. What did you do fifteen hundred at? It was a conference. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, during dessert, <laughs> 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 so you could hear like clank, clank, clank of people cutting up their dessert but um yeah 15 minutes and it was it was pretty awesome yeah that'd be a fun one to do nice big nice big conferences versus the small ones the small ones always feel like a little weird because it's just a bunch of like friends hanging out but the big conferences some people don't actually know each other so it's a way to get the entire room to interact together it's I I love intimate audiences oh, okay. for some reason because for the bigger stages like that, I feel like I'm putting on a show. Whereas for a smaller intimate audience, I feel like I'm just being myself. And I think I'm funniest as myself instead of projecting. To, you know, it, it feels weird to, to like, I'll give you an example. My daughter who is, uh, recently got her driver's license, chauffeurs me around. And she dropped me off here at the radio station one night and picked me up. And Reg, our producer, we were given a ride. And I was talking to Reg. He was in the back seat. And we were talking. And then we dropped Reg off. And my daughter turns to me after he left. And he goes, your voice was different <laughs> when you were with, when Reg was in the car than when we speak. right?" And it was like I was on stage. It was like I was putting on a voice. Because the way I talk to my daughter when it's just one-on-one is how I am. Yeah. Whereas when I'm with 
someone else. More like performing. It's almost like that. Yeah. And that's what it's like, intimate audiences versus larger audiences. No, that's fair, yeah. I just, I think I'm tired of just doing table magic, because I used to do table magic at a couple conferences, and you'd go between table and table and table, and like, do your little set, and then go to the next one. And and it's, and it was a good time, but there was one time when we did a big conference, me and the other magician in town, William Bruins, he did a bigger one and it was just great to see the entire room come together to witness something and that that's what made it a lot of fun for me i think i know who you're talking about i'm not sure what you mean by table magic like you go onto a table and you perform magic tricks oh okay yeah. okay, okay. Uh, yeah william bruins like, like sleight of hand william yeah yeah William Bruins is of Art of Magic Services. Right. You've met The him. PA guy in yeah. sound system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he mostly does sound system stuff now because he's wanting to retire slowly but surely. We're going to talk about the, the clash again. Mm-hmm. Are you guys bringing friends? I uh, sold two tickets, two tickets to my neighbors. Oh, that's another thing. I've noticed that you bought a ticket because yeah. I, I can see your email on the event page. And you... You guys, you guys don't have to buy them for yourselves. I did. You can just come in. Well, comedians <laughs> don't have to pay. <laughs> can I give my ticket away Wait, then? What? Yes, you can. Yes, oh, you can. fantastic. You can give your ticket away that you purchased for yourself. So oh. you don't need to purchase for yourself. Okay, no. cool. I should have made that clear before. Yeah. Like if you're coming, if you're in the competition, you I, don't have to pay to get in to the room. Oh, okay, that was not clear to me. <laughs> I got a question for I you. Thought you it was a, I thought it was a given cuz I've never I can't remember the last time I paid for a comedy show. Just take your ticket and give it to the first person you see on the street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's I, not a physical ticket. <laughs> yeah, I have the PDF Give on them my your phone. phone. Yeah. <laughs> I printed minor, minor physical, minor printed out. I got three of them, so I'll give one away. But you know, um, I wanted to <clears> ask friends? you. Oh, well, my neighbors, uh, who the fellow, the young guy that lives beside me, um, has been to a whole bunch of comedy. Like he actually goes to Montreal. He saw Bill Burr last year, right? Mm-hmm. When all the travel stuff opened up, and he just yeah. traveled like to Seattle for comedy shows. And I thought, hey, you guys, you know, you want to come and see me? And I've never had anyone in the audience that I know. So I think I'm even more nervous that people are coming that I know, right? Like, cause I've always been strangers, right? But what I wanted to ask you, Brian, is what, how do you choose the order? Like who goes on first? Oh, I think we're going to do a uh, name and a hat. Pardon me? We're going to put people's name in a hat. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's too, to be determined. Okay. Some of my hardest shows I've ever done were in front of people that I knew. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I'm from Haida Gwaii. I, I remember going back home and everyone was getting ready to go out. I'm like, what is going on? They're like, oh, we're, we rented out the, the basement of the church. You're going to perform. I'm like, what? <laughs> that, that, that's, they wanted no, a show. <laughs> yeah, no sound system, no lights, no stage, nothing. I was just standing up there talking. Uh, one of my... Uh, nannies, which is our word for grandmother, mm-hmm. is hard of hearing. Didn't know what was going on. All she saw was me standing up there talking and everyone laughing. And everyone, and she got mad at a few people like, stop. She's slapping them. Stop <laughs> laughing at him. Because <laughs> speeches in our culture are very respected, respected and yeah. speakers. Yeah. Um, I also <laughs> did a show in my hometown of Houston uh, in front of my classmates. One of my classmates hired me and Chris Gaskin to perform at a fundraiser. 
we did the community hall and most of my graduating class was there. A number of people that I went to school with was there. And was that more nerve wracking? than It was. It, what is, <clears throat> what's that all about? Cause I feel the same way. And, and one other time I, I was in digital marketing school in Vancouver. They decided to hold a talent show. It was halfway through the semester. It was like a four month course. I was the only one that signed up. And so oh, they wow. re- rebranded it into <laughs> the Brian Major comedy show. I, I, again, I brought in Chris Gaskin because he's like <laughs> my best friend in comedy. The longest, you know, I've known him for yeah. the longest. And I was most worried about that one because there were six more weeks in that course. And if that show did not go well, I would have to spend the next six weeks in the same classroom with these people. But it went great. Uh, I got some of the best compliments I ever received. Like one guy said, after he saw me, he goes, why isn't this guy on Comedy Central? He's American. He doesn't have the comedy channel right. like we do here in CTV or in Canada. And he goes, why isn't this guy more famous? Why isn't he on Comedy Central? And of course, my head, <laughs> I'm doing a visual thing. Or my head exploded. This is an audio medium? <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, it, it, it is a little bit nerve-wracking. I mean, the Saturday show that you attended, and you attended. I tried it Friday. The the Chris Gaskin show. I was on fr- there Friday. Oh, you went there Saturday? No. Okay. My daughter was in the audience. You mentioned that on Friday night <laughs> that she was going to be there. <laughs> and that was a little bit nerve-wracking because I, I, I can't do certain, certain jokes. jokes. <laughs> I mean, a lot of my material in the last few years that I've written is very blue. And she's never heard me speak that way before. I mean, I know she's got YouTube, but <laughs> it's yeah, different it's when she's kid, in right? front of me. Yeah. So, you don't want to yeah. introduce that to her. Some random guy on the internet can, but not you. <laughs> <laughs> I, there were times, oh, for the Saturday show, mm-hmm. that was when Chris Gaskin ended his set. Mm-hmm. And he goes, now that the show's over, he goes, I want to share a story with you about when me and Brian were on the road together. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't tell him. <laughs> and you, I could see my daughter in the back. She's like, oh, she, I, just, I did another visual thing. And she <laughs> put her hand to in front of her mouth. Like, and I was, and I, you could hear me go, whoa, whoa, whoa. And, he, and Chris Gaskin turns to me. He's like, don't worry. It's not that not story. Not that story. <laughs> <laughs> but he told, a, he, he told another story. <laughs> but more daughter friendly, eh? <laughs> yeah. In the last five minutes here, what are you guys most looking forward to on either Thursday or the Comedy Clash? Com- either one can go first. Comedy Clash for sure. No, no, no. What are you looking forward to on either one of those nights? Oh, uh, I, I just want to have a chance to tell my two stories on being gullible. You know, get some laughs. Possibly make it to the <laughs> five minute mark. And, uh, yeah, that's it. I just like to uh, keep my goals realistic so I don't get frustrated with myself. <laughs> Other than practicing, yeah. have you run your stories past anyone? Yeah. Either in person or maybe, maybe typed it out and sent it to someone? I talked to a friend over the phone this weekend, and he said, yes, <laughs> do that one. That's nice. perfect. That's a good sign. But... Send it to us. We can help bunch it up a little bit. All right, sure. And I'll and, steal and it from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's intellectual property. <laughs> uh, in the second story, he said, try to make it more concise. There was a, like a bit too much rambling on there, but it was funny. Yeah. <clears throat> what are you looking forward to? 
Uh, I'm, looking, I'm really looking forward to just getting more experience, really. And uh, because I've done 10 minute, 10 minute, and 5 minute, and each show that I did, I know I missed funny bits. So I'm just really hoping that I don't miss any of my little funny bits. And I do a solid five and, um, you know, and just enjoy the show and, you know, hope I win. Really, <laughs> realistically, I really hope I do. I mean, we all hope we do, right? So I, I actually, yeah, I want more experience and I just want to polish my, you know, polish my material. What about you, Sam? Well, magic's a black hole you can never escape from. So I ended up buying myself like a really nice $500 headset mic in the mail so I don't I can use my hands for things. And I'm waiting on that. I don't think it's going to arrive then, before then, but I'm going to start doing a lot more physical gags on my sets just because I really like doing physical comedy as opposed to getting up there and just talking the entire time. Like having props. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know I'm a prop comic it's not a great thing but it's my thing i think it is a great thing i'm looking forward to uh seeing all of your because honestly i didn't pay attention the last time i saw you guys on stage why didn't you pay attention I was prepared because i was on later in the show and i was preparing what i was going to say and i do that all the time okay which is not something i should be doing because what if someone talks about the same thing that i was going to talk about right? right yeah yeah so and as as a host um, I have to be more present because then I can comment on what the previous comic said and stuff like that. So it's okay. My girlfriend was raving about your performance when we were at the Discount Co- Candy Comedy Show. So you, you, yeah, you did a good job. Oh, she she really liked the performance. <laughs> tell her I said thank you. I was yeah. It was it was weird for me because I didn't have a microphone. Yeah. And what I should have done was just taking the microphone anyways, just so I can have that, the feeling of it. Whereas just talking without a microphone was <laughs> like, if you remember, I didn't know how to start my set. Like, what do I do? Like, how do I do this? <laughs> yeah. It was, it was just such an odd feeling to get thrown out of that rhythm of taking the microphone out of the stand. That's another thing. Uh, one big tip I want to give you guys. When you're done, when you start your set, I'm going to have the microphone right in front of you in the center stage. Uh, you can take the microphone out, but move it if you're not using the microphone stand. The stand, yeah. Right. When you're done, bring it back, put the microphone in for the next comedian, well, for the host. Mm-hmm. It's huge. I've. <laughs> it's uh, Good to know. Yeah, it's just one of those housekeeping things. Um, so once again, the Comedy Clash is on Thursday. Friday, March 24th, 8 p.m. You can find it by going to Facebook and searching The Firm's Comedy Clash. You can go also go to the Eventbrite page and search The Firm's Comedy Clash. Tickets are 20 bucks? 10 $10. <laughs> 11 28 with tax. So we have to sell oh. 20 tickets in order to give out a cash prize that night. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the cash, I bought going on three. The street. <laughs> I the bought three tickets is, already. The cash so. prize is $200, and the winner gets a spot on the following night, opening for Kylie Lewis Holt. And so hope you guys can come out. Um, this has been the Comedian's Table here on 93.1 CFISFM. I'm your host, Brian Major. Tonight, my guests were... Hirdish Bajwal. Diane Hewitt. Sam Benison. Thank you for listening, and you can listen on Spotify.